0: Welcome to A Legacy of Preaching with Dr. Bill Burr. For one to have a legacy of faithful preaching, they must love God, love God's truth, and love to preach His truth. Dr. Bill Burr excelled in all of these areas, and he has certainly left us all a legacy of faithful preaching. Now, let's all tune in for this great message from God's Word with Dr. Bill Burr. Would you stand, please, with your Bible in hand, and let's read a portion of God's Word. And I want you to look at verse number 51, please. Verse number 51. 1 Corinthians 15 and verse number 51. Behold, I assure you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall it put on incorruption, and this mortal shall it put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And verse number 57 is the text again this Sunday morning, as it was last Sunday morning. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Father, we pray today that you might bless each one of us. Help us, dear God, as we... Uh, meet together, Lord, that we would go away from this place rejoicing in the Lord, and Father, that we'd go away from this place, helped, so that we might be able to better serve the Lord. Open our hearts today, open our minds today, and dear God, may the sweet and blessed Holy Ghost of God, Lord, may this word through him be applied to our hearts and minds. In Jesus' name we ask it, amen and amen. Now, we're talking about TV religion. Now, uh, TV means, for me, it means total victory. And that's what we're talking about. We're not going to talk about the charismatics today, although I could spend a good deal of time uh, talking about them and discussing them. There's not one bone of the charismatic movement in me. Amen. I'm opposed to it. I think it's uh, the, the movement itself is of the devil uh, but I'm not going to talk about that kind of TV religion today. I'm going to talk about total victory religion. Now, uh, on television, you'll find that they have three networks. Now, uh, ABC, NBC, and CBS. And last week, I told you that uh, I believe God's got uh, three networks, at least, that He deals with also. And last week, we talked about a-B-C, God's A-B-C, or God's total victory, TV uh, religion. And we talked about the atoning blood of Christ. Amen. If you let those letters stand for something, that's what they'd stand for, the atoning blood of Christ. Then we talked about A-B-C, the fact that it's all by the cross. Amen. Aren't you glad for that? And then we talked about the fact that it's all by Christ. Uh, A-B-C, total victory, TV Religion. And then we talked about the fact that ABC could stand for the fact that we have access by Christ. Amen. We can come boldly under the throne of grace today because we've been washed in the precious blood of our Savior. And then we talked about the letters ABC could mean always be a child. Amen. I don't ever have to worry about losing my salvation. As long as God Almighty is a son, then I'm going to be a son of God because because I'm eternally saved ABC accepted because of Christ and we talked about the fact that Christ is a cure for a doubtful future a cure for a drifting family a cure for a disturbed friend and a dull existence and he's the cure for a doomed soul but this morning we want to move along to the second uh tv network total victory network That God has, and that's NBC, and we want to talk about some things today that begin with the letters NBC that will give us total victory in our lives. Friend, I want you to enjoy yourself. Don't worry about the time. Listen, there's not a person in this congregation any hungrier than Brother B. Amen. I mean, listen, we're all going to get out in time to get home and to have a good meal. You don't have to worry about that. We're going to have our roast and our gravy and our biscuits and our rice and our taters. And we're going to have our pie and cake and ice cream. And I know you're about to starve to death already, but you just hang in there. We'll be through in about 30 minutes and we'll go home from this place. Total victory, TV religion, NBC, some things that will give us total victory. I believe you ought to have victory. Amen? Amen. I don't believe you ought to be defeated. Listen, there's a lot of old mule-faced Christians walking around. A lot of people look like they've been preserved on dill pickle seed or something, and they're just seemingly mad at the world. It ought not to be like that. There ought to be complete and total victory in your life, and I'm going to give you several simple little things that will bring you this total victory. Now, NBC, listen, since God has total victory, it means that I can never be condemned. Woo, I like that. Listen, friend, that ought to make you want to shout victory in your heart and soul today. I can never be condemned. The tremendous truth of Scripture that a person who has accepted Jesus Christ as his own personal Savior, that we're under no condemnation, that ought to grab your soul today. And you ought to go away from this... uh, Able to go bear hunt with a switch, as Billy Kelly would say. I mean, you need victory in your life. You don't need to be defeated. The Bible says, there is therefore. I like that. Amen. There is therefore now, right now, today, thank God. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Amen. I can never be condemned. I can never go to hell. I can never be lost. Why? Because I can never be condemned. Romans 8.35 says, Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God who also maketh intercession for us. You know there's a lot of people who have never grasped this wonderful truth of total victory. And even though they're saved, even though they've been washed in the precious blood of Jesus, even though they've been cleansed and brought out of darkness into the marvelous light of God's grace, Even though they've been saved, they have never grasped the truth of these verses that we just read. And that's why so many of them, Brother Doug, are in and out, and up and down, and hot one day, and cold the next. And they're on today, and they're off tomorrow. They're in church today, and they're out next Sunday. On again, off again, up and down, in and out, children of God. That's the reason. Somebody told me one day, said, Brother Bill, if I believed like you, if I believed that once I got saved that I was in Christ and there was nothing that could take me out of Christ and I was going to heaven, bless God, if Jesus had to drag me every step of the way, if I believed like that, I'd go out and live in sin. I'd have myself a time. Bless God, they've never grasped the truth of total victory. They don't know what it is to appreciate the marvelous, precious, matchless, eternal, incorruptible, uncorruptible blood of Jesus Christ being applied to their lives. Romans eight thirty five says listen who is he that condemns i said nbc stands for the fact we can never be condemned let me just ask you a few simple questions today can the law condemn us no i mean listen the bible says for christ is the end of the law of righteousness to everyone that believeth. hallelujah i mean listen you don't have to worry about the law anymore I mean, Jesus has fulfilled the law, and my friend, the law stopped at Calvary. Can Christ condemn us? No, he died for us, amen. I mean, listen, why would he condemn us? He died. He paid the, the, the price of your sin debt. The Bible says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Amen. Can the law condemn? No. Can Christ condemn? No. Can the heavenly Father condemn? No. Why? Because he and Jesus are one. The Bible says, I and my Father are one. I mean, it would be inconsistent for God, the Father, and Jesus, the Son, to ever condemn this because they're the one who has set us free. Amen. Can the Holy Spirit condemn us? No. No. Why? Because he lives within us. Amen. I mean, sometimes I feel like getting out and running around a building several times. I would if I wasn't afraid of having a heart attack. I feel like sometimes I could go out in the middle of Harper Road and wave my hand and say, Hey! Stop!
1: Stop!
0: Stop! Pull over! I'm rejoicing because I'm saved. And I want you to be saved. You know why? Because God lives inside of me. Amen. Can you imagine? No, you can't and I can't either. I mean, the one that spoke and brought the world into existence. The one that stepped out on nothing, Mark, one day. The one, bless your heart, that, that hung the stars out there and the moon and the sun. The one that made the galaxies and the universe. The one, bless your heart, that made the, the Milky Way. And then he made the Big Dipper so you can dip out of the Milky Way. Whoa, I like Amen. Amen. I mean, listen. God Almighty lives inside of every child of God this morning. The Bible says, but ye are not in flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be let the Spirit of God dwell in you. Listen. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Listen, the Spirit of God is the one that convicts. Amen. The Spirit of God is the one that that convinces. He's the one that converts and challenges and comforts and controls. Listen, but he will not condemn. Amen. He won't condemn. I thank God. NBC, total victory, religion this morning, Brother Frank. I can never be condemned. And I'll tell you, I could almost have a spell over that this morning. And then secondly, I can never be comfortless. I mean, that's pretty good, folks. Amen. You say, I know it is. Amen. I do too. I can never be comfortless. I wish some of you could walk with the pastor some. I wish there was some way that you could follow the pastor around for just a little while. I wish you could have gone with me the other day up to the hospital with Mrs. Scarborough and Joan. And Mr. Scarborough was having surgery. And I know it was mine. I know that. I know the doctor said so. I know he wasn't in there long, and I know he's doing fine. But as I sat there and talked to that dear lady, I saw that she was somewhat nervous and concerned. She told me all about her husband some years ago, I think about 16 years ago, that he had had a heart attack. And when they took him to the hospital, they x-rayed him, and they found out that his lungs were just gone, just not in good shape at all. And the doctors told her that uh, maybe a couple of years, even back then, just a couple of years. And I sat there and talked to her, and she was so concerned. And, and my heart went out to her, and, and, and now they've had 16 years. Well, the doctor said, you might have two. God's good, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, God is good, but I, I sat there. And I noticed how concerned she was and, and I was concerned. I, I wish you could follow me around sometime. I wish you could listen to some of the telephone calls that I get. I I wish sometimes you were able to be on the end of the line when somebody says my mother's died or my father, daddy's going home to be with the Lord. And the other day they called me and said, Ms. Moy." had died. Her funeral will be this afternoon. She was saved. I saw that daddy, father, husband stand there last night and look at his wife. And he told me, he said, uh, he said, Preacher, I said, you know, he was smiling. He said, Joanne looks like she used to look. And she did. She looked so pretty. She really did. Pretty lady. And the little daughter was up there patting her on the hand and fixing her sleeve, had long sleeves on. Her little daughter was seventeen years old. Fixing that on her arm, patting that old cold, dead body. You know the only comfort you'll get at a time like that is the sweet and blessed Holy Ghost of God. Amen. I never will forget when I reached out one day and my daddy. I love my daddy. I called him two, three, four times a week talk to him. Sometimes now. Pasco, I sit in my easy chair and I almost reached for the phone. Almost reached for the phone and to call my daddy. But he went on to be with the Lord in nineteen seventy six. I remember standing there beside the casket and reaching out like so many have and touching them and patting them. He's so cold and lifeless that you know God, the Spirit of God, whispered down deep in my soul and said, Son, that's alright. That's alright. He had the hope of glory in him. And we'll be reunited one day. I don't have to worry about being comfortless. You see, Linda, my Savior's gone, but he said I'll send you another comfort. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that marvelous? Listen, the Bible, the Bible says. But ye are not of the flesh, excuse me, John, excuse me, John 16. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you, necessary for you, for your benefit that I go away. For if I depart, I will send him unto you. Amen. I mean, the Spirit of God. He said, I'll send him. And then in Hebrews uh, rather John 14 and verse 16, and I will pray the Father and He will uh, give you another comforter that He may abide with you forever. Glory. Amen. Listen, I mean, listen, I can never be comfortless because the sweet and blessed Holy Ghost of God lives within me. I mean, I can go to the graveside. Bless your heart, Brother Frank, when you go there this afternoon and they lower her down into that grave, into that tomb. Bless your heart. You can know down deep in your soul that he's coming again. Amen. The Lord himself is going to descend from heaven with a shout, the voice of the archangel and the tongue of God and the dead in Christ shall rise for him. Amen. Thank God. I can never be comfortless. He'll comfort you in the time of death, distress, danger, discouragement, total victory religion, NBC, never be condemned, never be comfortless. And then it means it's not by chance. (laughs) I like that. Now I want to tell you something. I believe that whosoever will can come, amen. amen I believe he died for all I believe in the sovereignty of almighty God, Amen. I believe he rules and reigns in the affairs of mankind amen. I believe he lifts up whom he will and I believe he takes down whom he will amen. bless your heart my salvation brother Lee is not by chance amen salvation was planned Salvation was prepared, amen, by God Almighty. Salvation is purposeful. Salvation is painful. It was painful for Jesus. And salvation will be painful for you if you live for Him. Amen. And then it has many privileges too, Amen. Not by chance. The Bible says, listen, it speaks in Revelation in verse number 8 of a lamb slain from the foundation of the world I don't understand this it is beyond me but somewhere in the annals of sacred historical past God the Father God the Son God the Holy Ghost got together in a meeting before the world was ever framed and before you and I were ever brought into existence, before Adam was ever created, eons of ages, of times, and past. God, who knows the end from the beginning, knew that he was going to create a man and bring him into existence. And God knew, listen, when Adam sinned, he didn't catch God off guard, brother David. God knows everything. He knows your down-sitting and your uprising. The number of hairs upon your head is he knows. God knows it all. A sparrow falls from the sky, and God knows about it and takes notice of it. Amen. Listen, friend, I am persuaded in my heart that it was planned. Your salvation is not by chance. The Bible says, for as much as you know, that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained. God don't want you to go to hell. God's planned and provided a way for you. Now I want to give you just a few reasons. Now i got time. Amen. We'll be out here by twelve fifteen or so. Dose high set of so. Amen. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's good to me. Amen. Amen. Some of you better get a big dose because it's got to last all week. <laughs> huh? I mean, you just come once a week. I'm gonna load your wagon when you come in, huh? I mean, honey, it's gotta last till next Sunday morning for some of you, but I listen, I love you. And it blesses my soul. I, I love to hear me preach. Amen. If it didn't bless me, it wouldn't bless you. I will to give you some reasons why I'm saved and why you're saved today. It's not by chance. Bless your heart. I believe first and foremost, you're saved and I'm saved today because of the personal concern of God. Amen? Amen. I mean, listen, friend. God Almighty took time out from making world and went to the cross of Calvary. He was personally concerned for you. Thank God for that. You know why I'm saved? Because God, God got concerned about me, Brother Frank. Lost, hell-bound, hell-bent, hell-deserving, Bill Burr, and God got concerned about me. And then I want you to notice, secondly, I'm saved because of the preaching of the gospel. Amen. I went to church November the 20th, 1960. Rode by there this past week, Ms. Burr. Rode around the church. I couldn't get inside. They had it locked it up. But I rode back there. Rode around the church where I got saved. Rode back to the place where I was working the day those two girls came and invited me to go to church. And my memory was fanned again 24 years ago when I heard the preaching, the preaching of the gospel. And I thought once again, I thought once again, oh, thank God for the preaching of the word of God. People are dying and going to hell while preachers or reading some little sermonette on Sunday morning while they're piddling around working in a flower bed or garden and while they're making social calls people are dying and going to hell. We need some people to get behind the pulpit and weep and cry and preach! Preach! For the souls of men and women and boys and girls that a day without Christ. That's why I'm saved today God got concerned about me. And I'm saved because of the preaching of the gospel. And I'm saved because of the power and pleading of the Holy Ghost of God. Friend, you know why you're lost today? Because God the Holy Ghost never got hold of your heart yet. That's right. I mean, listen. I saw myself lost and cut off from God Almighty and doomed and dead. And forsaken and separated from God. They gave an invitation that night and I never forget it. I, I swept drops and water. My wife was here and she can testify the same thing that I, I stood there and there was a puddle of water. A puddle of water. I never had such pressure inside of my chest. I couldn't breathe. I, I didn't think I'd get out of that place alive. I saw myself lost and cut off from God. I was like those other men. I wanted to call for mountains and rocks to fall on me and to hide me from God. You know what it was? The Holy Ghost of God. Too many coming forward nowadays, Brother Lloyd, popping bubble gum and reading funny books and laughing and joking. We live in a day of easy believism and and no repentance. Bless your heart. There ought to be some tears of repentance. Some heartfelt conviction of the Holy Ghost of God. Get a hold of your heart. And that's what it'll bring. I'm saved today because God got concerned about me. And because I heard a preacher preach the gospel. And because of the convicting power of the Holy Ghost. I'm saved because of a compassionate crucified coming again savior. Yes. I'm saved because of a constructed commissioned and concerned church. I'm saved today because of a God called commissioned preacher. I've never heard it before. I've never heard anybody preach like that. I never we'll hear Dr. Jack House telling about his daddy, drunk, died of drunk. He wept and cried over his daddy. He said he finally got his daddy to go to church with him one Sunday evening. One Sunday evening. He said he felt so proud walking down the street. The only time his daddy had ever been to that church. He said there was a little boy. He said he had a hold of his daddy's hand looking up. Just loving his father and going to church with my daddy and his mother. And he said he sat down that night and he was expecting his daddy to get saved. He said on that particular night, they had something else to take the place of the preacher. And he said, oh, God, my daddy, my daddy came to church tonight. Listen, if he had gone to a church, but he had an old-fashioned preacher commissioned of God, called of God, with the fire of the Holy Ghost upon him. He may have been saved. That's well, why I'm saved, Brother Cliff. telling you, I'm saved because of a preacher. And then I'm saved because of a concerned saint. Aren't you glad somebody cared enough to come see you? Amen. Brother Bob, aren't you glad who were those men come by to see you? He told me about it. Some men from the church came by to see him, talked to him about Jesus, and he got saved. Isn't that wonderful? Aren't you glad somebody cared enough to come and talk to you? And then I'm saved because of the convicting and convincing Spirit of God. And then, last, well, it's not the last thing I have, but it's the th- last thing I can give you. I've got so much up here, I'll never get through with it. Total victory. Let me just give them to you, and then we'll hurry along. Because I can never be Christless. Amen. Galatians 2.20. Turn there with me, please. Galatians 2.20. I wasn't going to give you this, but I tell you, so good. Oh, so good. I just can't pass it up, Brother Frank. Listen to me. Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. I'm crucified with Christ. Now I want you to underline the word I. I, number one, am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I, number two, live. Yet not I, three, but Christ liveth in me in the flesh, which I, four, now live in the flesh. I, number five, live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Anybody knows anything about biblical numerics and the study of numbers in the scriptures? Knows that five is the number of grace. Amen. I'm saved by His grace. Somebody says that's God's riches at Christ's expense. Amen. For the grace of God, I'm saved. And then I want you to look at the word me. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Number one, in the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me. Number two, and gave Himself for me. Number three, three is a number. Of the Trinity. It's a number of completeness. And thanks be unto God. Listen. You put grace. And you put the number of completeness together. Five and three, Brother Jerry. And you get eight. And that means a new beginning. Hallelujah. Saved by grace. Complete in Him. And now on a new journey. In the name of Jesus. That's pretty good preaching. Kind of like that. Amen. And then NBC, total victory. I can now be courageous. Friend, listen to me. I'm a coward at heart. The only fight i ever done in my life, I lost. Listen, I got beat so many times. When I was coming, I got scars all over me, scars on my hand. Got stitches all inside my mouth there, sewed up. I got whipped all the time. And I, I'm a coward at heart. I, I don't like to speak up. But oh, listen to me. I can be bold when I got this book right here. Amen. When Jesus is with me, I can be courageous, NBC. And then I can now be con- committed. I can now be counted. Amen. I can live for God and have victory. Thanks be to God. The Bible says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. Listen, young person, older person, why don't you be counted for God? Why don't you stand up and be counted for God?